every morning. Arabile Gumede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. All right, so let's continue to check in on some uh, other news as well happening across the market space. Uh, Theresa May continues to struggle along and trudge along with her Brexit deal. And uh, deal or no deal, I suppose, is going to be the question on that front. And, uh, you know, many questions still being laid towards her. Will she be able to get it done? She's had some horrifying words with regards uh, to uh, Jean-Claude Juncker, of course, who even said that uh, there's, a, there's a special place in hell for people who didn't have uh, an, you know, an ideal plan with regards to uh, Brexit. And Theresa May is searching and just looking for some sort of way out of this uh, in order to perhaps even reopen negotiations on her Brexit deal, which has been officially rejected by the European Union uh, after the Prime Minister, of course, travelled to Brussels uh, yesterday morning morning so uh, they are hoping to get things right the two leaders have said that they are engaged in what is a robust but constructive conversation uh, conversation that is but they did confirm that the withdrawal agreement was not up for renegotiation so one wonders then um you know basically why are we um you know what is the what is the whole deal for what are they actually having a discussion about what is the robust and constructive conversation all about here so we'll get to hopefully chat about that uh, as well a little bit later on and see exactly how things fare on that front but let's get into our entrepreneurship interview this thursday this time around we have uh, you know an, an interesting one i must say and uh, i hope i say it quite correctly there prince uh, the company is called ispani Anyway, that's it. That's okay. So, Ispani is if I if I if I know the word correctly, it's uh, Zulu colloquial for work, essentially. Uh, and is that really what you were aiming at? I know it's a you know according to your website, you say it's a decentralized marketing and sales platform connecting brands and businesses which seek to expand their reach into informal markets with an on-demand sales force. What does that all mean? Well, basically, in English, <laughs> uh, what it largely means is that um, we connect brands, specifically financial services brands that are looking to enter the informal sector with um, channels or aid on the ground. Um, and that's how we create the work that we speak of. Um, and they, in turn, go out and bring financial inclusion into the market, either through distributing it via platforms, or we equally as well push it via our Southern Shop Network. And and distributing this and perhaps, you know, remaining sort of uh, finding a way to sort of uh, sink your teeth, shall we call it, in different areas and in different informal markets as well. How difficult is that? Because you, you have to try and connect all of these, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I think the beauty of it is that we came out of a research background. So a lot of the research work which we've done for a number of corporate brands enabled us to establish quite a significant network on the ground which manage our software platform. So we've got about 15,000 fuzzer shops in our network. Um, we've got a strong agent network base as well. Um, and everything is largely automated on the particular platform. So it enables us to geolocate and see which transactions are happening where, which agent is interacting with which particular fuzzer shop at what time. Um, so obviously the hard on-the-ground work needed to be established in order for the system to be built on top of it, which enables us to then manage the process. Then how does this actually work? How do I, how do I you know, get into this? So I come to you and I say to you, I'm looking for, for data pretty much with regards to the informal market, and I'm looking on ways to 
perhaps bring in a new product, would you be able to then perhaps you know afford me some data comparison, some information or whatever the case might be with regards to how I could launch the product in what areas, et cetera, et cetera? Absolutely. So typically clients would approach us um, and say, listen, we have this particular financial services product or we've got this particular FMCG product and we're looking to endeavor to figure out product market fit or try to distribute it if they've already seen success in particular markets. Um, and then what we do is we'd probably pilot with them um, with a particular section of our puzzle shop network. So we'd say, okay, let's try this out in about 100 puzzle shops over a three-month period. Let's gather the data and the learnings through that particular process, which will then inform whether or not we decide to scale this product up. Because I think one of the things that we are very particular about as business is the sorts of products that we push into this market, more specifically when it's focused on financial services. Um, because um, there's a large amount of um, con- level of consumer education that's required. And we also don't want to push down products into the particular market that we at least believe will not necessarily add value to um, the sector. Was it difficult getting these, uh, these informal markets, these puzzle shops and the like as well to perhaps be a part of your network? Because I can imagine that not everybody necessarily wants to share. And I mean, the technological enforcement of this also is something you have to convince people about. Absolutely. I think one of the biggest things that has assisted us as a business is um, what we call about really what we call PLUs effectively. That's people like us. I think one of, specifically when it comes to the puzzle shop market and the informal sector in specific, you've got to be relatable. You can't come in there with, um, for lack of a better term, thinking that you're better than. Um, so it's really all good to, you have to get into that specific place and take time to understand the people in the particular market, endeavor to ensure that you educate and you spend time in um, explaining what exactly your product offering is and showing them how there's actually value in the broader context of what you're bringing to them. Um, per that particular process, um, you're A for away. But what we've been able to do um, over the past three years is we've actually been able to refine a process to you know this is how you approach a particular Somali um, puzzle shop owner. This is the difference within when you approach a Pakistani, understanding also the context of the Muslim culture. You don't approach them shaking them with the, right, with the left hand, you go with the right because the left hand isn't clean. So understanding those specific dynamics then inform how we as a business have been able to relate to that market. So what we've done is that we've developed a manual over this period in time, which we're then able to train our specific agents with before they go out to be able to effectively engage with this particular market. You know, just just a question, I suppose, a side question, so to speak. Yeah. Did you catch up with the uh, State of the Nation address yesterday, and what were your thoughts with regards to it? Did it perhaps offer hope in any particular way for your business? Did you feel that, and and maybe not just Sona, just moving beyond now, do you feel that you've gotten sufficient support from from government in this in this regard to you know help your your business in any way? I mean, ultimately, I think at the end of the day, um, there's a positive business sentiment um, regarding um, Sona in general um, and regarding the ANC general report in terms of what um, the agenda is moving forward. We've had a tough ten years, if you talk about it, over the last um, over the last while. But I do think there is a, a sense of renewal and a sense of hope. Um, and as a funny group, we're also saying Tumami um, to the informal market. And uh, we're looking to really endeavor to liberate economic opportunity. We're hoping the government um, will make good on their promises to actually ensure that they do create that enabling environment for economic activity and development. So um, we're positive about South Africa as, um, as a business landscape, positive about the impact and return that we hope to see um, in this particular market.
All right, absolutely awesome. Then, and very finally, um, your you know your plan sort of from here. How much to scale do you want to set this whole uh, the business up? And and you know the difficulties you've perhaps experienced along the way. Just if you could name one or two. I mean, um, our plans really over the next um, five years, just broadly speaking, is really we want to once again increase our channel. Um, into the informal market, so increasing the number of touch points that we have specifically in terms of buzz shops, in terms of businesses that we're engaging with. Um, specifically in terms of, I think, one of the challenges obviously that remain there is um, endeavoring once again to understand the dynamic nature because um, informal markets are changing each and every single day and remaining agile can be a challenge and also endeavoring to ensure that our technology solution is both fit for purpose um, and it's not what we're sitting behind and plant and say, okay, this is the technology solution that we need to implement, but really ensuring that we are agile, that we're on the ground, um, and we're able to adjust, as it were, to the changing time. Well, Prince, I wish you all the best in your endeavors, but it sounds like you really have it on straight here and uh, perhaps looking towards the right ways with regards to it. All the best with the business. Ispani Group founder, uh, Prince Nwadei, He's the founder then of Hispania, as I said. And that concludes our entrepreneurship interview.